I do want to shout out that uh, somebody named Kyler Murray is um, apparently a Heisman finalist um, and also an A's draft pick um, recently. And some people are now asking whether or not he's going to do baseball or football. Kyler, do baseball. Do baseball. Do base. It's a you much better idea. You'll, you're, you'll be way less at risk in the long haul. You'll make more money. And the name Kyler Murray yeah. is that needs that's a baseball player. Yeah. Look at your name, say it to yourself a couple times, and then understand your destiny. I won't say no concussions, but I'll say way less concussions. Yeah, definitely way less. More than zero, probably less than two. <laughs> more money, Kyler. More money. Way more money. Way dude. more money. Kyler, if you're bad, you're still going to make like $20 million. You're going to be fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be super great. Ryan Healy got 500 plate appearances <laughs> last year, and he's regular bad. He's just he actually Imagine sucks. if you were just kind of good. Hmm. Kyler, don't play football. It's stupid. Hey, what's up? This is All Sports Are Bad, and I'm Patrick on the internet. And I am Jake Whipple. So Harold Baines is a Hall of Famer. That's pretty cool, right? That's not... I got sure. Yeah. Harold Baines did, never did anything, right? Like, he was he was like a three-win player for like most of his career, which... That's fine. Two to three wins, maybe like four every once in a while. Okay. I mean, that's good. Like, I... I don't know. Harold Baines was was a good player. He's also a DH, um, which that's really tough. Yeah. yeah. Um, but and like, I don't know. I feel like the nicest thing you can say about Harold Baines is his career was twenty two years long. Yeah, good like, for him. Yeah, he was in the league for a long time. Yeah, um, and was always decent. Like, yeah, he's just consistently pretty decent. Yeah. Um, you were not upset that Harold Baines was on your team unless you were a National League team and had to put him in the field somewhere, but uh, that never actually happened because nobody wanted to eat that yeah. liability um yeah and like i don't he's not even in the hall of fame through the standard channels mm. right like the uh, this uh something called the modern era committee or the something 10 player it, committee yeah like just yeah. vote decided he was in they, put it, they <laughs> voted in some other guy who's like received a lot less heat but was also like is also seems like he's also one of those yeah. i guess so dudes yeah like, but Baines, like, everyone's, people seem pretty up in arms about Baines. Yeah, I don't know if I hate it. I just, I'm like, oh, well, he wasn't that good. But, like, most, there's a lot of players in the Hall of Fame that weren't that good. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, the problem is, is the people who aren't there. I'm like, you yeah. know what? If you let everyone in the Hall of Fame, I probably wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, fact really is that, the fact is that Barry Bonds isn't there. And I dislike Roger Clemens heavily as a human being, but it's also just like, well, he was very, very good at throwing the baseball, so yeah. maybe he should be in the Hall of Fame, despite the fact he did steroids. Yeah, well, and like, Kurt Schilling is a racist troll on the internet mm -hmm. now for a living. Yeah, he's... <laughs> <laughs> he make, if you, a good Kurt Schilling meme is just epic shitposting. Like, it's... They are... Kurt Schilling's a terrible human being. Yeah, it's bad, but like... I it, actually would be like, I don't think Kurt Schilling could get it, should get in the Hall of Fame because he's a racist. Right, right, right. But, yeah, I mean... Well, which means... At, which is like totally fucking bonkers <laughs> because then I'm not talking about baseball anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but just that, eliminated everybody who could yeah. get in the Hall of Fame pretty much ever. <laughs> Before the 70s or, like, yeah. or in the 80s yeah. or basically... God, yeah. that's so Most many people. Most of them. Most yeah. of them? Yeah. yeah. Well... I can, yeah, like it's I how I feel. I'm probably wrong, but fuck Kurt Schilling. He shouldn't go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, like on a pure, like purely from if you eliminate <laughs> Kurt Schilling, the human being post career who puts like a uh, who posts a photo of Hillary with like the caption, uh, they, I don't know. It probably just says "Locker Up" in like yeah. Comic Sans, and uh, every word is a different color. But yeah. But that, that's a basic Kurt Schilling meme. That's the template to start with, uh, I if guess. If Kurt Schilling weren't a famous baseball player, he would just be 
like a Twitter dude with like no followers and like <laughs> an avatar that just is like Hillary but with like the eyes like red. Yeah, yeah. Or like <laughs> constantly tweeting tweeting about like how the Democrats are the party of their reptilian shapeshifters and yeah. Shit. Like, yeah, yeah. That's that's the that's the person he's be- yeah. well he always was, but instead he's leaned real hard into it since he stopped <laughs> thinking about baseball most he also, of the time. He also like. He also, like, ripped off the state of Rhode Island to make a fucking video game. It never got made, either. <laughs> yeah, he defrauded the Rhode Island. sucks. Then he never made the video game. That's way worse than gambling on baseball. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, he, was a, he had a job at ESPN for a little while, and, uh, oh, got he, fired because he wouldn't stop saying racist shit. He's, yeah, because yeah. he's... A, ridiculous ridiculously terrible person and also he wasn't good at analyzing baseball no he was either. not he was uh, he was a pitcher bad. and he 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 couldn't talk about pitching yeah that's, <laughs> that's, like, that's about it's right. really weird he had this like i don't remember exactly what it was all about but during as during his time as like the color commentary guy for sunday night uh, baseball he would talk about like doors this like doors concept of like opening and closing doors while you're throwing or something or some crazy shit and everyone's just like what are you talking about i could look this up but i don't want to i just know that he did it and it was fucking bonkers and stupid i imagine like that sounds like the sort of thing that you like you learn when you're like because you're like a super talented freshman in high school and the pitching coach is this um tobacco chewing 50 year old washed out minor league baseball (laughs) players like key to that air pitch right there it's like you open that door Open that door and then close it. Close the door. I think that's what he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's who Kurt. I think that's what Kurt Schilling was trying to say. You know, it's wild. Like I didn't hate Kurt Schilling um, until he opened his mouth, and I'm like, "Oh, you're the worst person." Because I always knew. Well, I always knew he was like kind of a dick, and yeah. he w- he always he was kind of dramatic. Um, he had a lot of opinions on Barry Bonds, which I thought were hilarious because it just seemed like he was bitter because Bonds owned him. He fit in really well in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but then as soon as I, as soon as he, you know, basically came out as a ridiculous like racist, I was like, oh, now I'm a bloody sock truther. I don't believe that was real. It was one, fa- <laughs> one of my favorite conspiracy theories. Is like that, not, that shit never happened. I mean, it totally did happen. I just don't believe it on principle now. I'm like, no, he's lying. <laughs> It's all bullshit. He wasn't bleeding. It was ketchup. Just, just to not give him any credit for anything in the world. Or like, I don't know. I would, I would absolutely believe that. Like the, um, it is true that there was an a wound and he was bleeding. Yeah. But that also they doctored that shit up. And yeah. Like, I totally think he like professional wrestling ra- razor bladed himself. <laughs> <laughs> like he was in a ladder match with Razor Ramon and he was just like nicked himself with a. <laughs> with the razor blade, I was like, "This is gonna look tight." Bandage it up. Okay, we need more blood, though. Okay, we need <laughs> uh, to do another one, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of people who don't belong in the Hall of Fame. There's people who do. Like one of my favorite criteria I've seen people like get pitched is like, "You belong in the Hall of Fame if you can't tell the story of baseball without this person." Like, if you wanted to talk about yeah. baseball from its inception into the present day, if you need to say this guy's name, then they belong in the Hall of Fame. Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I get that. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. You don't. You do not ever need to say Harold Baines's name, like, <laughs> <laughs> like unless you were super into the nineteen ninety five White Sox. <laughs> yeah. There's no. There's no reason to bring him up. You do have to mention Kurt Schilling. You do have to mention Roger Clemens. You do have to mention Barry Bonds. You have to talk about Randy Johnson. You have to talk about Ken Griffey Jr. McGuire talk, and Sosa. McGuire and Sosa. Without, you have to talk about them. Pete baseball Rose, doesn't. For sure. Yeah. Oh, Pete Rose for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, no, like, without McGuire and Sosa, I don't know if we even have baseball anymore. Like, <laughs> they were, like, I don't know, like, people are like, oh, they saved baseball, and that's, like, on one hand, hyperbole, and on the other hand, like, kind of true. They, like, yeah, they gave it a resurgence that yeah. it desperately needed, um, and then now it's back to where it probably would have been had they yeah. not done a resurgence, because baseball just has been on a slide ever since, ever since that, essentially, ever since yeah. the Balco scandal and the Mitchell report and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been it's been dropping back down, and um, I don't know. There's less like modern analytics. Like we talk about this here, here all the time about how like it's we've gotten better at evaluating talent with advanced metrics and like valuing OBP over batting averages. Blah 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 blah, um, which is good. Like from a, from like distilling the best part of what makes a baseball player effective at their jobs, right? But the most like really fun baseball was like back in the. 
40s and 50s when like someone would hit 317 and they're like he hit 317 but like everybody did that yeah every single guy on the field was getting shitloads of hits all the time yeah and like that's just exciting like hits are exciting yeah walks are real useful in like the abstract sense removed from the game but they're not as mm-hmm. fun right? yeah that's why i kind i kind of like this era of baseball right now because the baseballs are clearly different than they were like three or four years ago <laughs> and no one said anything yeah, it's the juice like, baseballs it's just oh, like yeah. oh baseballs are just traveling really far all of a sudden and i'm like i don't know these dudes aren't getting bigger or anything like i'm fine with it i don't really care no i don't <laughs> bug me like whatever I, whatever you want to do to make the game more relevant like i didn't mind the steroid era either i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't fine. recommend doing a shit ton of steroids because i feel like that's probably unhealthy i'm not a doctor but i'm gonna go ahead and say it's a bad idea but juicing a baseball, that hurts no one. Except, unless you're a pitcher. Yeah, but like, <laughs> pitchers, are, pitchers are throwing harder than ever and, like, getting bet Like, their numbers are great. Like, they're striking mm-hmm. more people out than ever. Like, Yeah. Like, well, that has a lot to do with, I think, everyone has changed their swing to an uppercut style. Yeah, that's there's definitely oh, approach like, differences. That, Kyle Seeger. Which probably, <laughs> yes, which probably feeds, too, into, like, why we're seeing more home runs. Like, everybody's yeah. swinging for home runs as opposed to, like, driving singles over mm-hmm. over the other uh, other side of the infield. Do you Which, think anything of the shift? I think it's I mean, I think it's entirely legitimate. Like yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with it from a tangible pers- like baseball perspective. Yeah. Like cuz there is no outside of the pitcher throws from the mound. There is literally no rule anywhere in baseball that says where any of the other eight guys have to be. Yeah. Like, you don't even you don't have to have a catcher if you don't want. <laughs> you could put that dude wherever you like. <laughs> you know, like you I can, like that strategy. Yeah, like you can put all eight dudes anywhere on the field you feel like, um, and I think that's kind of cool. Like they exist in their general spots where they are now, mm-hmm. um, because we figured out over time that that was the best place to put everybody. Yeah. Um, but with some batters, it's different. Yeah, yeah. With and like, Deadpool hitters, you want to shift to the to right field. Yeah, especially if like all they're doing is trying to yank the ball. Like, there's been, yeah. I mean, managers have been manipulating the position of their outfielders for given hitters for years. Like, yeah, like and decades even. Like, and no one said anything about it then. Yeah. Well, I mean, data's better now, so they yeah. know exactly how to shift on everyone. Yeah. And I think that's cool. I mean, I don't. It's kind. It kind of sucks. When, like, a hitter just, like, ropes one, and, and it goes to the second baseman who's standing where it would have been if it was a single. <laughs> you're like, motherfucker! <laughs> Why are you out there? Why are you standing but it's there also like it's also like, I don't know, maybe that hitter should hit it the other way. Or maybe they could change their... You know, changing your swing is pretty hard. Changing your approach, I think. Yeah. But yeah, like Having hitting, a more full-bodied, uh, balanced approach at the plate where going the other way isn't, isn't, isn't something you do by accident. Yeah. No, it's just a natural progression in your swing based on where you make contact. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're a Deadpool hitter, then what's to stop anyone from just throwing away at you? Like, just throwing away all the time. Like, throwing you junk on the outside half of the plate, it's going to be harder for you. So, wouldn't you want to go the other way in those scenarios? Well, yeah, you would think that for a yeah. fastball for a fastball outside ish on the corner. Yeah, instead, yeah. they t- yeah, instead they found the dead pole hitters and they just pitched to the pole and put all their fielders where the ball that gets pulled is going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, so and you can always be like David Ortiz and just bunt. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> just like, bunt away from the shift. That was easy. Yeah, or that uh, fucker we talked about a few weeks ago who ruined a no hitter because they shifted on him and he bunted. <laughs> <laughs> I love Which, that. That's that's awesome. Like. Yeah, if they shift on you and you bunt and it ruins a no-hitter, no one has any right to get mad. No. Um, yeah. You yeah. deserve to get that hit. Yeah, no, you earned that shit. You still had to put the bunt down. Yeah. Um, so baseball is wild now. Baseball is super wild. Um, I don't know, this, and this, I don't know, Harold Baines, though, they never shifted <laughs> on Harold. <laughs> Maybe that's why he used to go to the Hall of Fame. He was um, just super solid. He was super <laughs> solid. Harold Baines is just like and low was low rent Edgar Martinez. Yeah, like, yeah, sure. He just, yeah, he was just a <laughs> shittier version of Edgar Martinez who was in the league long. <laughs> Edgar Martinez was awesome though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, shitty Edgar Martinez does not need to go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Great Edgar Martinez needs to go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, um, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Like I said before, I don't know if it's bad. I just don't think he should be. But I also, at the end of the day, I'm like, it's a Hall of Fame though. Mm. Uh, it's dumb. 
So maybe it yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> Ultimately, who really cares? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, this whole fucking election process makes no sense anyway. Yeah. Like, for, like uh, why did we just decide that some random writer's guild is in charge of who gets into the Hall of Fame? Why can they only vote for ten players? And why is it a 75% threshold? And also, why does some of these guys, like, put one vote in for, like, Jorge Posada every year and nobody else? <laughs> well, there, that was the thing. I think they narrowed the uh, the pool of people that could vote because they were, like... Yeah, it's, like, so arbitrary. It's supposed to, like, obviously it's supposed to make it hyper-selective, which, mm-hmm. I don't know, you just put Harold Baines in there, so how selective is it, really? <laughs> <laughs> and But it's just, it. I don't know, it doesn't make a whole ton of sense, like... The, like, the original Hall of Fame, when they established it, was basically so they could have, like, a shrine to, like, Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, and, like, I don't I don't know, Honus Wagner, mm-hmm. and, like, all those cats from back in the early 20th century who, yeah. you know, who were, like, the legends of the game and shit. And then they didn't actually put anybody in the place until, like, the 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they just didn't let players into the Hall of Fame for a long time, yeah. ever. It, it was, like, the good place. Yeah, yeah. Like, you you just, couldn't fucking get it. <laughs> you just don't get to go. No one gets to go. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then they, like, finally the Hall of Fame was like, if you don't give us new players, like, we're gonna cease to exist, so we need some more guys, and so they started doing the vote every year, still getting everybody in. This guy named Frankie Frisch, who was a shortstop on the Cardinals, and, like, was one of those old school cats who, I think he actually did hit, like, 311 for his career or something, and he was a really, he was a great player. He got himself, he got, made himself the chair of the Veterans Committee, which is similar to this modern era committee, and then spent the next, like, 15 years stuffing the Hall of Fame with his old buddies from the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, like, the whole thing is always, like... If, if, my question, then, is, is this the dumbest system anyone has ever come up with for a Hall of Fame? I think so. Probably. Yeah. Because it, it's supposed... It's, Major League Baseball's Hall of Fame means the most of all the Hall of Fames. Yeah. Because it's... It's just grandiose. It's like American history. It's modern American history. It's like it's... It has all of that... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? It's just cherished. It's cherished and people love it. And it's the most important, but it's also the dumbest. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's very self-serious. Yeah. Um, Have you been there? No. I've not been to Cooperstown. Yeah, I went to... So Cooperstown, their entire economy is based around the Baseball Hall of Fame, as near as I can tell. And uh, I've been there, and it is like... It's like a really, I don't, it's almost like a mausoleum for baseball. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's incredibly like serious and reverent and like all this. Um, if you've ever go to the basketball hall of fame, on the other hand, that shit is like a playground. Like there is oh, that's a cool. court. People are shooting hoops. Like, see what a what a great what a <laughs> great way to like honor your sport yeah. and like the past and like yeah. Yeah, I remember like going there. Like this is I was like I was a kid and I, we went to the baseball hall of fame. I was like this is a museum and we went to the basketball hall of fame, which is in Ohio somewhere. And I was like this is like a fucking Chuck E. Cheese. Like, yeah, it was fun as hell. Yeah, um, isn't that just like the difference <laughs> between baseball and basketball right now? It's just, like <laughs> one seems weird and creepy and full of old white dudes and the other is just amazing and fun and no one's upset about anything really right unless steph curry says that (laughs) and then even then i'm like "Eh." "I'm like that's a dumb thing to say but i don't really care i thought it was dumb when kurt schilling said that the that uh donald trump would be a great president but yeah you know i think it's dumb that most nfl fans don't believe in climate change but you know (laughs) I think that's more absurd, but okay. Yeah. Steph Curry's thing that he was clearly joking about is yeah. a big deal to me. Yeah. Then there's the Ky- there was the whole Kyrie Irving doing the flat earther thing for a while. That was <laughs> that was just funny because he he really hung on to that one. He did, and actually the best the best part about that is like he was on JJ Reddick's podcast at one point. So two Duke well, Kyle, Kyrie Irving is not a Duke graduate. JJ Redding Reddick is, however, mm. and. Um, it was these two Duke graduates who are now professional basketball players shooting the shit about how Earth might be flat. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you have any self-serious Duke uh, fans out there, like alumni in your life, just bring that up at any <laughs> random interval you feel. Like. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but anyways, back to the Hall of Fame. That Hall of Fame. So it we're is- at, we're nearing a time where. Um, the Colorado Rockies players mm-hmm. are becoming eligible for the Hall of Fame. I mean, Larry Walk has been eligible for a while. Yeah, he's in his ninth year of eligibility. But 
now we're we're in this like thing where a lot of like a lot of Rockies players like Todd Helton specifically Todd Helton. Yeah. It's really just well, Larry Walker and Todd Helton. Yeah. Um, but we're, I mean, that's how old the franchise is now. Yeah. Like, they're old like, enough to have Hall of Fame candidates. How do we grade them given their uh, clear offensive advantages over everyone else? Yeah, so I think I think there's a couple ways to think about that. So Larry, um, Larry Walker is trending as, so it is voting season. Um, the Hall of Fame tracker is live. People are, pub- uh, ballots are going public and they're yeah. publishing results right now. We got 38 ballots. That 35 ballots. 35, okay, my bad. Let me see. Um, I'll refresh this and see if it's changed. Um, but yeah, as my last count, it was 35 ballots. Walker is trending right around 65%. Um, yeah, 35 ballots. Um, All right. Walker is at th- 65%, almost 66 And Helton's actually right around 31 and a half, which is better than I thought he would do, to be honest. And like, yeah. I, like I don't know, I'm a big Rockies fan. Todd Helton was my favorite player growing up, so I am 100% on the Todd Helton train. Like, I think he, I would like to see him go in the Hall of Fame. Divorced, even of any reasoning I might have for why he should or shouldn't yeah. go, but um, yeah, he's actually doing rather well, I would say, given uh, what a lot of people thought about his career. Mm-hmm. Um, Walker absolutely belongs in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, Walker put up nine wins above replacement in a season. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, no, I don't even care if he did it in Coors Field. I don't really yeah. give a shit. It was his, amazing. <laughs> his ninety-seven MVP year, he hit like he had nine wins above replacement. He sl- what did he slug like seven fifty or something? Oh. Seven twenty, something 720? like that. Seven twenty. That's insane. Yeah. That's a crazy thing to do. Yeah, that's a crazy um, thing to do. Yeah. He has a he he has a career uh, away OPS of eight sixty five, which is fucking out there for a career OPS. <laughs> yeah. So even if you if you're mad about what he did at home, well, on the road, he was fucking stellar. Yeah, <laughs> so, he was really good. And like, Ray Walker was, should be in the He was great in uh, Montreal before um, he yeah. came to Colorado too. Like. And, but yeah, I think there's definitely probably some um, cognitive bias against uh, Rockies players because of Coors Field. And it's mm-hmm. not... I'm not saying that's entirely ill-advised. Like, balls do carry. Uh, breaking balls don't break as much. And, the, and, well, and But Coors Field is also fucking enormous. Um, like, the actual playing field is huge. Yeah. Um, so you do still have to get a pretty good handle on the ball in order to hit it out. Um and, but there's also none of this bias that exists for other players who have distinctive stadium advantages. Like, nobody's shitting on uh, Yankees left-handed sluggers because of the short porch mm-hmm. and left and uh, right at Yankees Field. At Yankee Field. Yeah. Yankee Stadium. But Or Giants pitchers. Yeah, or Giants pitchers. For, for Dodgers like, pitchers. Yeah, like, in, like these massive fucking pitcher-friendly ballparks. Yeah. Um, Where it gets cold at night and yeah. the ball doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's <laughs> d- nobody dumps on um, d- uh, players from domes who don't have to deal with inclement weather ever. Um, yeah. Although that doesn't come up as much. But yeah. still, you know. Um, I mean, I feel bad for the fucking fielders in domes, especially like if they have AstroTurf. Oh, yeah. Like at Rogers Center. What do they call the one in Canada? Who cares? It's a Rogers Center. <laughs> <laughs> The Sky Dome, sure. maybe Rogers. I don't fucking know. It's the one in Toronto. They had AstroTurf, or they, they still might. But like, just watching ground balls, I'm like, this is stupid. This chopper just went over the fucking infield <laughs> and is now a single. This isn't out everywhere else. It, 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 AstroTurf is dumb. It went 15 feet on the air on the third bounce. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, it's like, cool, thanks. <laughs> Just the dumbest. Just domes are dumb. I hate domes. I'm glad that I'm glad that they're being phased out. Yeah. I don't know. Much. Like if you're gonna another question too is like if you're gonna shit on uh, Rockies hitters for playing Coors Field, does that mean we have to start overvaluing pitchers for yeah. pitching in Coors Field? Like because no one seems to be doing that. Like yeah. no one's um, giving these dudes the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Everybody like me and everyone else still loves shitting on Mike Hampton for being too expensive and not yeah. good enough. Who's the? What's the best single season that a Rockies pitcher ever had? Was that Ubaldo Jimenez? I think it was Ubaldo. 2009, yeah. 2010, or was think, that 2010? Yeah. I think. He, I want to say 2010. He was fucking horrifying. Yeah, he was dangerous. <laughs> like, and it's all like guys who succeed. There are always dudes who rely on like velocity. cut fastballs and velocity and things okay. that like don't move a ton. Um, Adam Adovino is having good success there. Yeah, um, but his break is insane, though. It is insane, and I think which is crazy because he does that at course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just it's nuts. Um, so yeah, like maybe like maybe a little tip of the cap needs to be handed out to any pitcher who goes to Coors Field and doesn't totally fucking embarrass themselves. Mm-hmm. Like maybe Don't you should just that. bump that guy up a little bit. Yep. You know, 
I mean, Helton's Helton's uh, splits are pretty good, right? You've looked at him. Yeah, Helton's splits are incredibly favorable for him <laughs> to be in the Hall of Fame. He's, I mean, he's not he's not the offensive force that Larry Walk was, but he's he he's incredibly good, um, and his defense is stellar. His he defense has always monster. been stellar. Yeah, he he won several consecutive Gold Gloves. Yeah, I remember for a while it was like in the National League it was first base gold glove was either him or JT Snow no matter what. Yeah, was there just, were, there those were no, two there were just were battling no, yeah. for it. There were no yeah. other options. Like Those were yeah. the two best players in the field at first base by a mile. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's, he's a Hall of Famer. I think he should get in. I think I think he probably will eventually. Like we, like I said, like Walker's, um, Walker's in his ninth year of eligibility. He's got one mm-hmm. more. If he doesn't get in this year, I think he'll almost certainly get in next year. Yeah. And if he doesn't, that's kind of embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, but um, yeah, Walker. I, th- Walker this year, next year, um, and Helton. I don't know. Some point down the line, I'm sure he'll 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 get in there. Yeah. What uh, about some of these other guys? Like I haven't looked at as many of the other ones, but um, fringe candidates. Yeah, fringe the one candidates. That, now that Harold Baines is in with 38 WAR, uh, <laughs> which <laughs> wow! All of a sudden, Jeff Kent uh, looks like a Hall of Famer. Yeah, Jeff uh, Kent. He only has like 11. Yeah, right he's now. tracking at 11. percent um, Jeff Kent, he's a he's the greatest offensive short or shortstop. He's the greatest offensive second baseman I think that ever existed. Maybe Chase Utley broke that. What about um fucking what's his name the Astros cat? Which Astros cat? Berkman. The, uh, Berkman, yeah. Hmm. I don't actually. How good was Berkman? So I've heard some cases for Berkman. Um, your nemesis, uh, John Heyman, um, wrote a. <laughs> wrote a really weird article justifying his Hall of Fame ballot uh, that where he said that because he was voting for uh, Martinez, he had to vote for Berkman. Um, Berkman is tracking at 5.7% uh, right now. Oh, yeah, Berkman is really good. I forgot how good he was like in like the mid-2000s. Like Bagwell! Jeff Bagwell. Is oh, Jeff Bagwell, of. for sure. Yeah. Um, for sure Hall of Famer. Yeah, no, I think he is already a Hall of Famer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah but but there was talking, controversy yeah. around that because everyone's like, oh, did he do steroids? It's like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, no one gives a shit. Yeah. Um, he never got caught, but also probably. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It does not matter remotely. Um, yeah, I think, um, I don't know, I could see Berkman getting in. Like, he's, um, his, he had a shorter peak than some of these guys, mm-hmm. I think. But he was really, really a good player. Um, Pretty sure he said some like offensive things later in his career when he was like with the Rangers, but makes as far as <laughs> his name is Lance Berkman, yeah, like what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, other than being problematic, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Someone walks up and was like, "My name's Lance Berkman." Like oh, this guy's gonna say something racist at some yeah. point. <laughs> I don't even remember what exactly he said, so this is super unfair. But also, I don't care because I know he said something problematic. Yeah. Let's pause. <laughs> So it turns out Lance Bra- Berkman is problematic, ah, <laughs> as yes. I've just looked up. So he's a <laughs> spokesperson against LGBT rights laws, which that sounds fucking hideous. <laughs> I'm going back to the, my whole his name is Lance Berkman point. Yeah, you were right. One. His name's Lance Berkman, so he's clearly problematic. It's an we, issue. We, yeah. Although, God, that's a great baseball name. <laughs> it's a great Texas baseball name. Yeah. Actually, my favorite uh, Texas baseball name is uh, Lance Nix. And, yeah. and Jason oh. Nix, the two brothers. Yeah. Lance is the best one because he spelled his name with a Y, so yeah. L-A-Y-N-C-E. So he basically built the Texas accent into his Lance. name. Lance. Lance. Yeah. Lance. And then uh, Jason is Jason. Uh, also with a Y, J-A-Y-S-O-N. Which, well, like, they didn't even need to do that because it already <laughs> has the accent built in already without the Y. Nix family. <laughs> but... Lance Nix is my favorite because they were like, "No, you must pronounce this with the Y." So you, they were forcing <laughs> me to say his name in like a Texas accent, and I fucking love it. I, yeah, I don't know, like that Berkman thing, and like thinking about Schilling. I think like it's, I think there's something worth saying about him. Um, like these guys are shitty people, but like there's all re- there's a plenty of shitty people already in the Hall of Fame. I think yeah. really what the Hall of Fame should do is like worry about baseball in terms of like yeah. who you talk about baseball with, and then also make sure that they're just honest about who these people are. Like, yeah, Ty Cobb likes to like was the original like murder your opponent with your shoes guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he 
there's rumors. I, I don't think there's. I think this is just like a story that was built up over time and isn't actually true. But it's been become a part of baseball war that he once climbed into the stands and fought a fan. <laughs> like, by all accounts, Ty Cobb was just a fucking asshole. He did Malice uh, in the Palace. Yeah, he, he was the original Malice <laughs> in the Palace. OG Malice in the Palace. <laughs> yeah, he, we did it first. You know, baseball did it didn't first. get a bad rep from that. <laughs> <laughs> Basketball though. And I'm like, well, it was, it was the fucking 20s. I was like, well, that's what happens when you go to the baseball, see? Uh, what a great you. fan experience. <laughs> Punched in the face by Ty Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to get him. Never wash that cheek again. <laughs> Dead legs Willie McGee came to the rescue, tried to stop it, but he's too slow. The fan got punched several times. <laughs> Boy, what a shiner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's probably what it was like. That sounds exactly correct. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. The locks for this year, well, just to finish off our fucking Hall of Fame shit real fast, like, Rivi Mariano Riviera is a lock. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Like, he's going in first ballot, no sweat. Egger, good yeah. old Egger, he's going. He like, should have been, but, you know. He should have been. It takes a while for Roy Halladay is in for sure. Yeah. Um, and this is, one, because Roy Halladay deserves to go, and also, I think, this the subtext to every vote for Roy Halladay is, rest in peace, Roy Halladay. Yeah. Like, the greatest Toronto Blue Jay of all time? Greatest, yeah, probably. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think, like, who, who else Who else could have gone that long and, like, as, as hard as he did for that one team, and I think he's... Nobody. There was uh, Joe... Joe Carter is the only yeah. other, like, legendary Blue Jay, and he's only really legendary because he hit a game-winning home run mm -hmm. to win the, like, win the actual World Series. Yeah. And that's about it. Like, I got nobody else. Um, I'm just looking up Blue Jays war leaders all time. Why not? Yeah, do it. it. Get some. Yeah. Um, Mike Messina is tracking at 82%. He should get in. Um, that's another one of those guys who, like, was great on bad teams for his whole mm -hmm. career. And, like, which is ends up being this weird argument. Like, well, he didn't really win a lot of games. Like, yeah, because everyone around him sucked. Like, yeah. You know, like he had, he got most, he got a lot of wins pitching for the Yankees because he finally was around staffs that could actually support him. Like, yeah, Kurt Schilling is tracking pretty close. Um, he's just under the seventy-five percent threshold. Yeah. Clemens is about at seventy-one point four. Bonds is at sixty-eight point six. Yeah, Bonds should definitely be in just for being the the greatest offensive player that ever existed. I think eventually um, <laughs> they're gonna cave and elect Bonds. Yeah. Like. There's gonna always oh, gonna be the twenty. He will get in with like literally seventy five percent of the vote because yeah. one fourth of these dudes will be like, well, he did steroids and therefore inf like just infected baseball with evil all the time. <laughs> like but those guys are also eventually gonna die. So <laughs> Barry Bonds had a six hundred on base percentage <laughs> in two thousand and four. Barry Bonds was once intentionally walked with the bases loaded. Oh yeah, against that was the Diamondbacks, right? Yeah. To get to Brent Maine. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I remember that. We lost. Yeah. <laughs> Good uh, plan. <laughs> it actually worked. <laughs> Turns out that wasn't a terrible idea. Uh yeah. Barry Bonds was the fucking dude. Like, I've never seen a team more scared of a baseball player what? than teams were scared of Bonds from two thousand to two thousand four. He it was stupid. As soon as he'd come up to the plate, most manager if the bases were empty, most managers are, just walk are walking him. him. You just walk him. I think he was walked intentionally with the bases empty, like at least like mm -hmm. twenty four times in his career. Yeah. And like, in, it might be less than that. It might be a little more than that. But it's in that vicinity somewhere. And that's an yeah. like with nobody on base. Yeah. Like, that's that's ridiculous. And to be fair, a lot of that came from the fact that he didn't have the best hitting teammates around him so no. in, in 2004 it was like jt snow was the second best hitter on the team but he was platooned with pedro feliz who together were pretty good but they still needed someone to hit fifth yeah like if bonds is hitting fourth that that platoon is hitting third then it was like ray durham and marquise grissom like that just Yeesh. yeah durham was okay but like he just you needed they, he needed his Jeff Kent, <laughs> and he didn't have his Jeff Kent anymore. At that point, Marquise Grissom was last good on like the '96 Braves. Like, yeah, um, although he had a power resurgence late in his career for steroids. Reasons. You say you're saying an older player had a power resurgence in the 2000s. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems natural to me. I yeah, don't know. It's, it it's normal. It that seems Actually, completely normal. It tracks normal. with a lot of careers <laughs> right around that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah fucking, How was Omar Vizquel getting 50% of the vote? Like Omar Vizquel was Liddy? I mean, I'm not arguing that. I'm saying I don't like... You don't need to <laughs> oh, talk about Omar Vizquel. Like, going back to that whole idea of, like, who you tell the story of baseball with. Like, do we need, really need to talk about Omar Vizquel? Yeah. I think so. He's like one so? of the best defenders ever. That's all right. That's true. He I'm like I'm very very I'm very very. I love Omar. I don't know if he was actually. I'm gonna not one of the best defenders ever. I think he was an incredibly good defender, and but he just made such flashy plays. Like he was just it's it great. True. I like he was he was he was awesome. And his beef with uh, Jose Mesa was fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> his beef with Jose Mesa was I had totally forgotten Jose Mesa existed until nuts. just now. They they beefed for like ten years, dude. Ever since they lost the World Series, they beefed all the way through their whole careers in like two thousand six, two thousand seven. Jose Mesa was playing for the Rockies, and he was still throwing at that motherfucker. <laughs> they really <laughs> he was like, hated Fuck this guy. And I was like, Omar Vizquel's like a thousand at that point, and he's like, he's not the player. He's playing for the Giants, and he's just kind of <laughs> like, whatever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and Jose Mesa's like, nah, this guy. <laughs> I'm gonna throw at him. All because Omar Vizquel shit, shit on him in his book. Which, totally ballsy to um, shit on a current pitcher who is in your division while he is currently playing <laughs> when you write your book and you're also playing. I, fuck it, why? I would never, that sounds insane, but he did it. And that's how it went. And now we're talking about Omar Vizquel for some reason. Because yeah, we're still talking about the Hall of Fame. Um, so... The hall, like I said, you said earlier, the Hall of Fame was designed to get guys like Babe Ruth and Ty Cobb and Honus Wagner and probably someone named Pistol Pete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was really, I, I take that back. That's disrespectful to Pistol Pete Maravich, who was in fact an important part of the development of basketball. Um, although, so are all the guys who were initially put in the Baseball Hall yeah. of Fame. So whatever. Never mind. I don't. Pistol. Let's put Pistol Pete Maravich <laughs> in the Baseball <laughs> Hall of Fame. Harold Baines is there, so let's put yeah. Pistol Pete in there. Um, anyway. Um, so, for some reason, I don't know or care why, but Adam Adovino is now, like, publicly stated he thinks he would strike out Babe Ruth easily. Hey, sprinkling that spice, he's, yeah. yeah, he's, no, he's starting a beef with a dead man. <laughs> yeah. And I just, love it. It's so Because good. he's right. It's absolutely <laughs> correct. Like, I don't understand why people refuse to accept this, like... If you like, if you showed a modern hitting coach a, a like a player with Babe Ruth swing, they're like, "Oh, we have to fix all of that. <laughs> all of that is wrong. It is the wrong way to hit a baseball." That Deadspin article was like, "His form is trash. <laughs> he runs like Benny Hill. His swing is garbage." And I'm like, "That's right. His swing is garbage. Oh my God, look at him. Why would a baseball player play like this?" <laughs> yeah, Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth wouldn't even be Adam Dunn. Adam Dunn would fucking oh. wipe the floor with Babe Ruth. No, Babe Ruth, like, Babe Ruth was great for the era he played in, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, dudes were not throwing 97 with vicious movements yeah. back then. Like, there were, No one was throwing, like, a Vulcan change. <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't happening. <laughs> it was just, like, some guys that were yeah. like, I play baseball for the... Uh, Pittsburgh long stockings. Yeah. And then Babe Ruth was like the only guy who really did it for a living. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone else had a day job. (laughs) He was just owning some bads, they say, in in the gaming world. (laughs) (laughs) Not heard that phrase. It's really bad. (laughs) He was owning some bads, that's all. And, you know. Whatever, when the talent pool is that shitty, of course you're going to wreck. But <laughs> like, This is true in every sport. And like, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame just for that. But what I'm still saying is, he was bad. Yeah, he was, <laughs> compared to the modern day players, like, not anywhere near as good. This, I mean, like, this is true in every sport. Like, yeah. Like, I'm not, like, I would say the exact same thing. Like, if you stuck the uh, OG um, Celtics and Lakers teams from, like, back in the day that constantly played each other <laughs> on the modern court... Like, like the super OG ones? Yeah, yeah, like the super Bob, OG Bob ones. Cousy and yeah, shit? Bob Cousy and Bill Russell and, like, all these cats, like, fucking Jay Root. I was almost say Jay Root. Drew Holiday and Anthony Davis would mop the floor with them. Like, just destroy them. Side note, the Boston Celtics, uh, I think it was their, like, regional sports, like, show about basketball, the Celtics fans show or whatever. 
they they were like trying to figure out oh who has better handles bob Cousy or kyrie irving <laughs> kyrie <laughs> kyrie has better handles this is terrible bob, only racist ass boston would say this shit <laughs> this innovation is that he would start dribbling with one hand and then he would cross over <laughs> to, to the, the other, other hand. <laughs> he's like that's two hands baby <laughs> which way am i gonna go you don't know because i use one hand and then i use the other <laughs> they're like my god he's ambidextrous <laughs> we cannot face him it's too much but babe ruth is trash uh, <laughs> back to back to where we were before yeah. if he met pedro martinez and they 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 um they met, they met each other on the mound, or the, you know, plate and mound. So I'm going to say this terribly, uh, this terribly worded statement. Was that it were, Jan Pedro and thine babe of the Ruth family. Pedro Martinez would fuck him up. He would fuck him up hard. Like, and then they would try and fight each other. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. No, like, any, like, I think any given pitcher in the modern Major League Baseball, if you stuck them in a game... That, um, like, back in the 20s and 30s, they would destroy them. They would get wrecked. They would just, uh, they would ruin everybody. Yeah. um, Pedro would do it in four pitches. Yeah. I'll tell you why. One in. (laughs) To let him know know that he's Pedro Martinez. And then three to strike him out. (laughs) Here is is 97 on your hands. Yeah. And now uh, here's a curveball. Yeah. Get that. Pedro Martinez just like I used to do this to oh, Mike yeah, Piazza, like, here's and he was good. Like, people like are like, well, no, like Babe Ruth could hit anybody. Babe Ruth played before they invented the curveball. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even have nobody had a curveball. There were no ninety mile an hour sliders <laughs> that Babe Ruth had to deal with. There were no fastballs with movement. Yeah, fastballs didn't move, <laughs> and they weren't that fast. Most of them were like eighty miles an hour. Of course, like, he wrecked that shit. There are high school. There are high school pitchers out there who could strike out Babe Ruth. Yeah, if if Babe not Ruth, even good ones, ones who are gonna flame out in single A. <laughs> if Babe Ruth played today, he'd just be a less athletic Ryan Healy. Oof. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I got him already. <laughs> Ouch. I'm not sure who that's meaner to, Babe Ruth or Ryan Healy. Um, it's not meant to be complimentary for anyone. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know, I just watched a couple of GIFs of Adam Adovino's sliders, and they are, like, they are some of the evilest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, I don't know how anybody hits that pitch. Yeah, he's, like, running fastball, and his and yeah. his slider look exactly the same, I think, mm-hmm. up until the point where it's about to reach the plate, and then one go- <laughs> dies one way, and the other goes the other way. That's stupid and cheating. Yeah, no, that's that's that's, that's what this is a form of cheating that we at all sports are bad or strongly against. Is you're too good. Yeah, no, stop yeah. being so good. That's what I try and say to the Dodgers every yeah. fucking year. I'm like, hey, be less good so we can compete. Yeah, that's you're cheating, and they don't do it. Yeah, they're fucking assholes. <laughs> Why not? I I want to win. Um. Yeah. So that's. Yeah, no, any one of those dudes would just get ruined. Like, like, oh, Ty Cobb hit 400 back in the day. Fuck mm-hmm. Ty Cobb. Like, Ty Cobb hit 400 because anytime he got anywhere near a first baseman, he would actually punch them in the dick. What are the players from old-timey times? <laughs> That's the technical term for it. Yeah, in case you were winning times. old-timey times. What were the players from old-timey times that would actually be good? I don't know. Like, I bet, actually, well, all, all this here that Like, what's about, the threshold? Here. I don't know. Like, I think you're looking at guys who, um had like actual speed mm-hmm. and um were good like and had good form yeah good form and like any anybody who so what i think you could talk about are guys who were sort of like ichiro style players mm-hmm. who g- took walks got on base and um could slap the ball and hustle it out yeah like, I, and could play the field and i'm yeah. sure there's guys like that out there i just don't know any of their names yeah i mean well the f- first player that comes to mind from the old timey eras mm-hmm. That I think would absolutely be really fucking good at baseball was Ted Williams. Oh yeah, no, no, I think <laughs> Ted would Williams would be like Ted, Ted Williams, Williams would be good. Like that's like the threshold. Good. I think when you get to like Ted Williams, Willie Mays, yeah, uh, players but, like but that. But that's that era would, too. Like, yeah, that's a like, different. That's a yeah. totally different era. That's yeah. not old timey times. That's yeah. old time times. It's old timey times to me. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when I see the when I, I mean, see I the footage, I'm like, it's all black and white and like grainy. I'm like, Williams did miss like four years of his career to go fight a war. Yeah, so, yeah, I know yeah. that's old time. Yeah, that's old timey times. Seems old timey times for me. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, but that was all. Anytime you got to go like BRB fucking up Hitler, then well, yeah, Williams, that's old times. Williams was pre um, Jackie Robinson though too, right? Yeah. So I don't know. So you, even talking about Williams, you're still talking about a guy who wasn't yeah. necessarily facing the best mm-hmm. talent available. I mean, like, but I'm he played saying, until like, 1960, so that he yeah. was. Oh, he playing. did. He did. Yeah, he played, played like his the, last okay. game was in 1960. So like okay. he. He, I think he he played through both eras. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I could see Ted Williams, like, showing up and being a totally serviceable player. And, yeah, and then you start, like, I think Jackie Robinson would have been. I yeah. think I think Henry. Willie, Willie Mays, yeah. Hammer and Hank Aaron, I think, would be nearly ideally suited to the modern NFL. Or NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd be really good at football. <laughs> um, I, because, like, he was, a, cause he was a doubles home runs guy, and he mm. did it to both sides of the park. Um, yeah, like, like the big, like the two stats everybody talks about with Hank Aaron are seven hundred and fifty-five home runs, and he's also the all-time leader in runs batted in, which we've all decided is not really an important statistic. Mm-hmm. But he did it by hitting, I think, the second most doubles of all time and the most home runs ever. Like, can't hit on that. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. No. Like, I think, and he also played for years. Mm-hmm. Like, he was in the league for like twenty-one 20 to twenty-three years. Like. He was around for a long time. I think DiMaggio and Mantle would be good too. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think those. Play, I think once Basically, you get to like the forties, yeah. I think the greats baseball would, was hard. Yeah, no, like the greats would definitely still be at, like competent, but prior to that, mm-hmm. the greats like they they weren't playing anybody. They were playing yeah. some chump. Like yeah, which is what like each team had a pitcher. Mm-hmm. Like, who just pitched every game, every inning. If they were yeah. getting rocked, like guess it's not your day, kid. Yeah, can we just change the name of, like, the Cy Young Award to, like, a good pitcher? (laughs) Maybe, like, I don't know. Who would be... The Sandy Koufax Award. I would do Sandy Koufax Award. Uh, Yeah. Look at Pedro Martinez. I'm still hard with Pedro Pedro Martinez. Martinez. I'm a big Um, fan. He threw down Don Zimmer. That punch should never have thrown at him. Let's go hard and just call it the Mariano Riviera Award. Mariano Rivera. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I'm still like, oh, I'm a Pedro guy, though. <laughs> he was great. He yeah. was super great. Sandy Koufax would be good. Just, I don't care about Cy Young, dude. Like, Nobody cares about Cy Young. The only reason people care about Cy Young is, like, he won, like, 477 games. Like, I think that, like, all of this shit is, like, just this huge disconnect with baseball because it's, like, it's so old. And it's past is... is no, Cy Young, is, I'm sorry. Cy Young won 511 games, including yeah. five 30-win seasons and 15 20-win seasons. Um, that said, um, this is, like, again, back in the day when you can't, like, dudes were pitching every every single day. Like, yeah. It's just, yeah, there's no way. Like, some dude named Old Hoss Radborn in 1884. That's a good Twitter account. Yeah, Old Hoss Radborn, yeah. Uh, we'll, send, we'll send a t-shirt to the first person who tweets at us from at Old Hoss Radborn. That's a real Twitter account, that's what I'm saying. That's, there's a dude who tweets oh, really? at Old Hoss Radborn. Damn it. Well, he's funny as t- hell. Yeah. Send him a t-shirt. <laughs> but anyways, continue. Uh, uh, he's won uh, 59 games in a season. Like how do you like he had fifty nine starts? Yeah, why do you have fifty? <laughs> like why are you throwing? Why he was pitching more than every third game? Like why is this happening? Like probably his arm fell off at some point in his life. Cy Young played in eighteen ninety. Yeah, so he literally played in Red Dead Redemption times. <laughs> Fuck Cy Young! I don't care about him. Change the name. I I'm calling it the Pedro Martinez award. I don't even care. Like I'm just. He wasn't even the best. Like, he's just the guy who I like the most. Yeah, works for me, man. Like, I think that's pretty much what's happening with Cy Young here. So. Yeah. Look at him. He looks like a substitute teacher. Fuck that guy. Okay, no, I'm yeah. done looking at Cy Young right Cy now. Young, Cy Young is a weird-looking guy. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're, we're, we're pretty much, like, bas- basically the threshold of when we, we are deciding to respect old-timey baseball is integration. Yeah, I think that's the best time. I like that because people of color could play the sport, and then yeah. you could actually it could actually be the best in you the world. You could actually say that like all of the best players were playing the game together mm-hmm. for the first time, and like yeah. that's and anything before that, you like asterisk. All of it should be asterisk. Yeah, put an asterisk next to every single thing Babe Ruth ever did. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. yeah. 
Babe Ruth's gonna go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even know if I'm mad at the dude, Babe Ruth. I just don't care about his legacy. Yeah. <laughs> like his legacy's dumb. Yeah, I'll be mad at him for both of us. All right, um, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this part of this is just like my implicit fuck the Yankees bias. But, you know. <laughs> that time you said fuck Bill Simmons, and I was like, damn, I'm never gonna get a job at the ringer now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm actually not sure hating Bill Simmons precludes you from getting employed by him. Yeah, I kind of would imagine. Most also, of Bill his... Simmons doesn't care what I say. I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm I'll happily be a reference for you when you apply for the Ringer, and yeah. uh, we, I'll send the audio clip of me saying "fuck Bill Simmons." <laughs> that wouldn't help me at all. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, I'm just gonna do it anyway. <laughs> we spent a long time on Babe Ruth is whack. And I like that. Um, <laughs> Babe Ruth is extremely whack, however. We've more, more baseball. This is just a baseball episode. Sorry, yeah. everyone. I should have told you that at the first time or at the we beginning. Might, we might I get didn't... to something else if we do, but uh, who knows. Look at the winter meetings right now. Yeah. Uh, hang on. I want to read the title I wrote for our notes on this because it's my favorite title I've ever written. It's Winter Meetings. The writers talk about the possible warmth of a metaphorical stove. <laughs> <laughs> that was the George R.R. R. Martin version of the hot stove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently Scott Boris showed up at the winter meetings, um, mm-hmm. the ultimate snake oil sales- salesman. See, I don't know how I feel about Scott Boris completely. Um, a long time ago, I used to hate him because he used to drive up the prices for like players, and I'm like, but my team could never afford that, not knowing that they could totally afford it. <laughs> like Back when I used to like care about like yeah. player salaries and shit like that. And I just go, oh man, he's like, oh man, we can't get any Scott Boris clients because he, their their player, his players are just too expensive. He's too good at negotiating. This guy fucking sucks. And now I'm like, well, he's just fucking taking all this money from like super billionaires. Like, yeah, fuck so them. Like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so really, it's just neutral. He's like chaotic neutral. That's his character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a chaotic neutral. Um... What would his class be? A rogue? No, I think rogue is like too like, involves too much skill. Um, I don't. I'm like a way bigger nerd than you, but I don't actually know like all the classes <laughs> in D and D. This is a, I. I used to be a big nerd about this shit, and now I'm struggling. Um, he would He'd be, be a bard. He might be a bard because they sing songs, sing songs and, like, and tell tales. Yeah, and, yeah, and like yeah. get people all riled yeah. up about nothing. Yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's like a chaotic neutral bard, but yeah. instead of like playing an instrument, he's just like he says um, random shit about yeah nobody, and then someone gives him ten percent. Yeah, so essentially the headliner for uh, Coachella for baseball jams <laughs> showed up. Who is Scott Boris? It's like Radiohead is about to play. Beyonce just showed up. Yeah. To, to Coachella. Yeah. And everyone just swarmed him. Yeah, everyone asked about Harper uh, for, I imagine it's because of, we'll say it's his hair. Yeah. Well, he's, he, Scott Boris is, like, actively crafting this, like, world to try, or this, these narratives to try and get play, or um, teams to bid on Bryce Harper, who might not necessarily be bidding on Bryce Harper. So, early in November, when, when we started the, uh, when we started the hot stove season, he was like, well, the Giants and, and, and Bryce Harper would be a perfect match. Look at them. They've got a shit ton of money. I want a shit ton of money. Look, they would be great. He'd be a great fit in San Francisco. And he basically drummed up this like artificial narrative that the Giants are going after him. Now, that's not completely untrue because the Giants have been linked to him because one of their owners really likes him. But that doesn't mean that... Uh, Farhan Zaidi is actually going after him. No, it doesn't, but it does like it does plant that seed in someone's brain like here's a mm-hmm. rich team who's thinking about trying to buy this player yeah. who everyone already knows is going to be really expensive. So you're going to have to outbid them. And yeah. he's got that starting value um, at 300 million that the Nationals already offered him. Yeah. And um so now he's trying to get the Yankees back in. Who the Yankees were like, "No, nah, we're not with Bryce Harper." But Scott Boris knows that if you want to really get teams to balk and, like, put in some real money, the Yankees are a pretty good start. No, if, that's if, the... if, if certain teams might think that the Yankees are bidding, that's a really good way to get it from $300 million to 600 Yeah. <laughs> like, every, like, everyone goes, oh, shit, we better start yeah. adding zeros to this. 
Yeah, not that I think any this thing's going to six hundred. I think five hundred's the cap. And I think, we'll yeah, I like, think that's the absolute like maximum. Ten percent chance that actually happens. I think it's going to be closer to like four hundred. But I, th- I bet he gets over four hundred, but not, but less than four fifty. Okay, that's that's what I'd say right now. He's gonna he's gonna hit four. It won't be four fifty, and Machado is gonna hit about seventy five million less. Yeah, maybe I don't know, like. If I'm actually like a baseball GM, I want Machado over Harper. I agree with I agree with you actually. Um, I didn't when we initially talked about them as uh, <laughs> free agents, but I have since thought about it a little yeah. bit harder and like yeah, no, one hundred percent. I yeah. think Machado's the better the better buy. Machado is the better. Although they're player. both super young. Yeah, like they're both entering their peaks, and um, Harper's already shown that his peak is ten wins. Yeah, Machado. Manny has I don't not. think has d- d- demonstrated that yet. Machado, you're buying. Hoping, buying on somebody, hoping that they are going to crescendo into that ten win year. Yeah, but Harper's already shown he can do it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think Machado is, while he's not quite, he could get to that ten win point and be like a perennial MVP candidate. Which I mean, he already is kind of a perennial MVP candidate. I I just think that he's more consistent. But you know, your peak isn't going to be as high as Bryce Harper's could yeah. be, and yeah. also. Um, you as a franchise will make less money on Manny Machado. You're going to win more games, but you're going to make less money because he's not that he's he's not that marketable because of his history. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's just like his um, penetration of the public consciousness isn't as mm-hmm. high. Like Harper, everybody knows Harper. Yeah, he's a head and shoulders guy. Harper. Yeah, he's got yeah he's got the he does the hair flip thing and um, he's been like he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated when he was like 15 or yeah. some shit he's like he was like the LeBron James of baseball there yeah. for a hot second he didn't develop into the LeBron James of baseball but I mean he, he still started could. out he still on could. that track yeah. he still could he just needs to win more MVPs <laughs> he, he needs to win more games and maybe win a title and uh, yeah. he should probably work on being better than Mike Trout yeah that would be a real <laughs> like good start very difficult he, thing to do though I think he's the weird thing is he's definitely more famous than Mike Trout yeah um, like nobody seems to really know who Mike Trout is unless you follow baseball yeah, like, I think people know that he's a name in baseball, but people don't know exactly what he's about. Yeah, as he's the best player of our generation. I think what he's about is being his um, baseball, and then when someone asks him in an interview, "What are you really about, Mike?" He's like, "Well, I just really like baseball. I like baseball on the weather." Yeah. You know, he's like <laughs> That's a right, big he's a meteorologist. Buff. Yeah, what a fucking weirdo. <laughs> he's such a being a cooler shit. I I don't know. I could like, I feel like I have some ideas to like change Mike Trout's like image. It starts with a neck tattoo. <laughs> um, I love Felix. I think you should date Ariana Grande just for a little bit and then get dumped by her. It'll be fine. People will like you. <laughs> yeah, I, so I had a guy I talked to at one point who I would see him in passing um, for reasons related to work. And um, he, we would talk baseball. It was like literally the only thing he and I could find to talk about yeah. in common. And it was often just he, he and I speaking one-on-one, so we would... You know, like, we talk about baseball. We talk about mm-hmm. the Mariners specifically. We start talking about Felix uh, Hernandez because um, I was like, oh, what do you think? Is he ever going to be good? Blah, blah, blah. We're chatting. And this guy at one point is just like, well, you know, Felix lost me when he got that neck tattoo. And then I was just, <laughs> I couldn't do it anymore. I was like, this guy is the world's most I encapsulated <laughs> baseball fan. He's like, just that neck tattoo. Yeah. I, you know, the chain and the button I could deal with, but... <laughs> Like, just, just the shut chain, up. Chain and the button. <laughs> you know he's got he wears a chain and like he yeah. gets the top button of his jersey yeah. on button. It's like just, so. Yeah. No one cares. You're the only one who cares. And he's got a slight tilt in his cap. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, you know, I never liked that he didn't wear his hat straight. <laughs> <laughs> that bend isn't a bend. <laughs> they know. Yeah, they're aware. He, he yeah, knows. They're aware. Yeah. Um. God. Yeah. That's anyway, sh- that's sorry. the shittiest kind of baseball fan. Bryce Harper. Yeah. He's uh, going to go for a lot of money to somebody. Yep. Uh, ten years, which will be pretty much the rest of his career for the mm-hmm. most part. Um, and Scott Boris's agent is doing everything to make that happen. He's say, he said a very interesting thing, I thought, that I'll read to you. because mm-hmm. Yeah. no. I my dramatic reading of um, Scott Boris reminding us about... Um, the Yankees. The Yankees. Specifically the Yankees' interest in, my, the Yankees in, in, interest in, in Bryce, Bryce Harper. Harper yeah. Which doesn't exist right now. Yeah. Well, when the nurse walks in with the thermometer, the issue isn't what it reads that day. 
It's the health of the patient when they're ready to leave the hospital. What the fuck? What does that mean? <laughs> Why say that? Why are those words that's in your brain that you want to say out of your mouth hole? <laughs> I don't. I have no Scott, idea. what do you mean? Like, <laughs> I don't get it. I think what he's trying to say is Bryce Harper is dying. <laughs> <laughs> is Bryce Harper sick? Should we fix him? Like, what's, like, is he okay? Should, should we send a ginger ale? <laughs> should, we, is, should we be worried? And, <laughs> Essentially, I think you just say, like, the Yankees don't know what they need and they don't know what they want, or something like that, or, like, this is what they're they're showing what their needs are, but really, they really want Bryce Harper yeah. at the end of the day, and that's... I don't... It's fucking weird. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, sure, everybody wants Bryce Harper in, like, the abstract idea... What's less clear is, who wants Bryce Harper for a price tag that, like, someone else will offer him? Yeah. I feel I feel like by the end of this, um, he'll have, like, talked him. He's going to just gonna end up on the Rangers, like, or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like, Angels. <laughs> Rangers. Just I don't team. know, like, if he ends up on the Angels, at least Mike Trout will actually have a teammate. For That's him. wild. Yeah, yeah, other than Shohei, who yeah. kind of got injured last year, yeah, so... Yeah. Like, Shohei, like, honestly, actually, yeah, you take an Angels core that's Shohei, Trout, and Harper, <laughs> one, that, well, Shohei's a bargain, yeah. but um, Trout's, like, pretty expensive, Harper will be super expensive, and then Trout will later become also super expensive. Yeah. Um, so if the Angels are doing that, if they want to keep Trout, then they're locking themselves into ultimately having both the highest earning players in baseball on their payroll, which, yeah. maybe they'll do that, I don't know, that'd actually be kind of rad if they just... Somebody was just like, you know what? Fuck it, and like, it was like I'm buying it all. Like, give me it all. So you, you know what? Sign, yeah, the Angels should sign Harper and Machado, and then they should give Trout a deal that's bigger than both of those deals, and then mm -hmm. they should just sign like I don't know who's an expensive pitcher who's available. Um, available like this year, available yeah, or like next year. Someone coming up. Anybody, any name you can come up with. Whatever Clayton Kershaw's available. Yeah, all right, perfect. Him, <laughs> him too. Like, just Even though fucking, he just signed a contract. Yeah, spend like. $1.5 billion on four players yeah. and, like, just trade for go, Max to, Scherzer. go to town. Yeah, trade yeah. for Max Scherzer and eat the contract. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Just, I'm, I'm all about it. Just yeah, do that. Yeah, that sounds like $1.7 billion <laughs> off the top of it. I'm like, yeah, that's... Yeah, I fuck with that. Artie Moreno should do that. So you think that the worst place for Bryce Harper to end up is... Um, Texas. I just think that's, that's the funniest the one because um, the Texas, the Rangers suck first yeah. of all, and also it's just funny because the Texas were the guys who ended up paying almost yeah. three hundred million or three hundred million dollars for a Rod. Was it two ninety? Was the actual number? Yeah, super good investment. Though. Yeah, actually, because like he actually outplayed that whole contract. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was worth every single penny and then some. I just think it, I, that would amuse me. Yeah, well, um, I'm trying to think what the dumbest would be for me. Like, what the Padres. I think anytime anything and, yeah, good happens the, there. Yeah, like, yeah. The Padres are our official, like, shit bowl. Oh, the Marlins. Oh, they're not going to do it, though. Yeah, like, but it'd no be chance funny. Hell, it would be funny. The Rays? <laughs> Any yeah. Florida team? Yeah. Um, I don't even think else? Bryce Harper would want to go there. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think anybody wants to go there. I don't think the Rays want to be the Rays. I think they want to. Uh, to <laughs> they want to be the Portland Rays. Yeah. <laughs> do they, do they have Rays you, in Portland? What would you name a Portland baseball team? Uh, something to do with like wood or like. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm the thinking outdoors. weed. I'm thinking like an allusion to, uh, like just name the Portland train wreck. I don't know. <laughs> train wreck. I don't know, man. I just think it would have to do with like, like kind of like how the Timbers are named, like the. Yeah. The Portland Mountaineers. Sure, fine. Portland hipsters. The Portland flannel. The Portland flannel. <laughs> that'd be tight. <laughs> I would I would go see that team play <laughs> yeah, baseball. Yeah, that'd be fun. They'd have to have flannel uniforms, obviously. Yeah. Oh, the Portland, my cousin's uh, punk show. Yeah, my cousin's <laughs> punk show. Yeah. Okay. Good show. We skipped the NBA. Yeah, we, didn't, well, we didn't get to it. And then, guys, since... I also want to get this out there too. Tulawitzki released. Any good? Yes, no. Yeah, I think I think it's stupid that they released him because um, first of all, you're eating thirty eight million dollars to not play him, and it's true. You can just play him off the bench. I don't know, but they must know something that we don't know about his bone spurs because apparently he's brittle AF right now. So maybe they think that he can't recover or that his career's over. Yeah, but. 
I would just let him try yeah, <laughs> and just play him off the bench. He's definitely been on a downslide for a long time. Um, well, not a long time, like three or four years. Yeah. He's ba- basically the last three or four years, he's alternated between like not being anywhere near as good as he used to be and hurt. Um, he so he was thought of as like the next like a rod. Yeah, was, that was that was who he was supposed to be for a long time. He was pretty fucking good for yeah, a while. Like he posted, Ripkin-y. he posted three straight seasons of about five and a half wins above replacement. Um, yep. But in uh, two thousand nine through two thousand twelve, um, yep. and before that, yeah, and before that, he had a uh, five win season. Like he's he was really good for a stretch there, like at the beginning of his career, and now it just looks like his luck has run out a little. Yeah, he had a good. I mean, his first season. With the Blue Jays, I think. Well, it was decent. It wasn't. It wasn't grand. It wasn't no. spectacular. But no one expected him to fall like this. No, this was. This was. A, I think this was a shock for a lot of people. Yeah, I think it's just injuries. Like it's. Yeah. Just, it's just he couldn't recover from any of it, and that was that. I think that's. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what it is. Like I don't think there's anything else to it. Yeah. Um, which sucks, man. I liked. I really liked watching him play when he was younger on the Rockies, and that team looked like they might actually good be good every once in a while. Anyway, um, yeah, that's uh, that's all I got. Yeah, I think we we done here. Word. Follow us on Twitter at All Sports Are Bad. Yeah. Jake is wildly pointless. Patrick is Patrick JCS. Yeah, we're also on the internet at AllSportsAreBad.com. Google Play. Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud. SoundCloud is our main one. Yeah, listen to our podcast. Yeah, idiots. morons alright see you later internet bye I'm sorry Babe Ruth (laughs) fuck you you're bad though you should just know you're bad at it I'm sorry but you're not good I'm sorry but you're bad at baseball Babe Ruth sucks at baseball you'll be washed Chris Berman yelling out (laughs) a mouthful of hot dogs That's, that's who you are that's who you are in the modern world the ghost of Babe Ruth I'm so sorry but you're whack you're washed fuck you